Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of As Seen in Japan. Uh, this is Corey. This is Corey, and as always, I'm I'm joined by Bria. I came up with that, but I wanted to just throw it. It was great. I mean, you didn't consult me, you know, which is which is the way things get done. Friends surprise each other. I think it was a pretty good surprise, admittedly, especially considering the day we've had today. Mm. <laughs> Do not want to get into it on the podcast. We could not get into it on the podcast if you don't want to. I just don't want to. Okay, don't that's fair. Remember today. That's fair. That's fair. Um, if you, yeah, before we get started, if you go to my Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/slash Plain Zombie, you can see our first uh, edition of As Played in Japan, which went. Mm. Interestingly, I, I mean, we had for fun. a little bit. It was a good proof of concept, and we got it working so that Bria could see the game and hear it also. Could so we that, read the words? That no. was a success. Was I there the whole time? No. I mean, you missed the part where we started, or I just started opening up my phone and translating everything. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, this episode we are talking about episodes five <gasps> through. Eight of Remind. Ow. I'm not editing that out. That is stuck in the podcast forever. <laughs> okay. Uh, episodes five through eight of Remind. Remind on Re- Netflix. Everything reminds you of something. Yep, that's the good old the good old adage, um, which I think is only said actually a couple times this 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 batch and not the fifteen times. Yeah, they didn't have to push it into our heads as hard this time around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's a big info dump this this batch of episodes i feel like a, there's more exposition happening than there are things happening i don't know if you'd agree with me on that one there's no rats so yeah there are no rats i know you're very disappointed about the lack of rats a rack i, I recall at the end or a what? lat okay lack of well, rats yeah i got you um I recall at the end you came to me and said, Corey, there were just not enough rats. I don't know if I can keep watching this show. I sure did. Um, that's and I definitely meant it. That's definitely a real thing that happened. After, um, after this episode, I'm not watching anymore. I'm only yeah, watching so rat videos on YouTube. It's just going to be me. Um, Bree's still going to be on the podcast, but she's just going to talk about the fascinating rat videos she yeah. watched. And I'm going to talk about the episodes. I'm going to start a new Twitter called As Seen in the Rat Cage. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, okay, that doesn't exist. I don't think. Maybe she'll make it after this. Who can say? Who it's can Bria. Say? She probably will make it. <laughs> and post once in it. And anyway, okay, yeah. listen, we're here yep. to talk about the episodes. So sure let's are. get started. Now that our little introduction bit is out of the way with episode five um so this opens with a flashback with kage uh she's a transfer student and this is when she gets invited to join perfect uh-huh. and if you recall in episode four they introduce baghead and he's classic he's walking, baghead classic baghead and he's walking around this uh this episode i think you mean he's limping around okay yeah he's limping around <laughs> please and he gives the girls some coke and then he puts some powder in it. Good old coke with powder. Which was really weird. And then one of the girls tries it and then nothing happens to them, so I don't know if the powder was just like chalk? Yeah, maybe he just wanted to like annoy them. Well, I mean, inevitably he wanted them to remind them of something. You're right. Yeah, You're see? Right. See, and what was that something, Bria? Um, that, uh, which girl? Some girls had drugged some 
abusive dirtbag high school boys yep. at a bar by doing the same thing. And then drew on their faces. They did draw on their faces. And they did deserve it. For yeah, once, this, for once these people deserved it. For once the people that Perfect Justice has targeted actually deserved being, like, at least fucked with. Like, right? they'll be like, this man walked on the wrong side of the sidewalk, so I burned down his home with his family and pets inside. I'm like, that's not justice! <laughs> but these guys deserved it. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they start remembering their teacher, Mr. Hayashi. Don't know how you forget a whole teacher. From, like, well, last year, but okay. Well, you know, sometimes... Uh, well, they connect Mr. Hayashi to the students because they remember that he beat one of them up with a bat mm-hmm. and he was fired because of it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hayashi heard about these dirtbag dudes and went to uh, take care of them. Not kill, but just probably scare them and then beat beat one of them pretty bad with a bat. So. Yeah. Uh, and then they all start talking about how he's a dirtbag. Like, they really start dunking on him. Yeah. He's like, Memmy's like, ah, oh, he, he felt me up, which was very cool. I hope I said that <laughs> as sarcastically as I possibly could have. <laughs> you sounded um, like, you sounded like an achievement in a video game. <laughs> very oh, cool. Very <laughs> cool. Um, it's very bad, uh, actually. <laughs> just to be clear. If we're gonna uh, be clear, it's actually me, very bad. Very bad. Um, and they just like dunk on him and they're like oh he's a pervert and like <laughs> he sucks and they told all the students that he's a pervert his hair is bad and his clothes are bad he's too he's smelly <laughs> he watches bad anime not the good anime right? he watches the bad anime yeah and <laughs> then Mr. Baghead comes out and he stands behind Mr. one of the girls he stands behind one of the girls that he he breaks out a bell and he goes, Diggling. <laughs> yeah. Do you like that? Do you like that Foley work? It's because you said he stands behind a girl and he ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> like he... I'm trying you... to get I'm before trying to you... get in... Before you told us there was a bell. <laughs> so you just sound like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm trying to get into Foley work. See, oh. it's yeah. Uh-huh. This is actually what this podcast is for. Eventually I'm gonna break into Foley work and oh. I'm gonna leave you behind. <laughs> okay. Gonna go to Japan for the second time. Corey, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a dry erase board. Corey, Japan two, Bria, Japan (laughs) zero. Zero. Um, he rings the bell. He pulls the bell. He rings it, and then the lights go out. And when they come back on, no one's taken. They're not. Everybody's there. They are. But the baghead guy, (laughs) his 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 bag is gone, and now he's just head guy. That sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Let's rewind. Mr. Baghead no longer has a bag on his head. <laughs> no, he's just head guy. And, and it turns out... Well, I was going to call him sack guy, which is also not good. No, that's no. not good. <laughs> but it turns out Mr. Bag guy was Mr. Hayashi the whole time. But this and, time he has a limp. Well, yeah. And then they all freak out. And that's the end of Freak the episode. Freak out. Aww. Oh, no. Freak out. Uh, uh, this song is sponsored by... Um, no, this song is sponsored by... This podcast is sponsored by that song, Freak Out. No, it's not. We can't. We can't. I, listen, I told you this last episode, <laughs> we literally can't say that. Too late. Editing this episode is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this was... Uh, I Okay, I feel like I figured out it was Mr. Hayashi about maybe halfway through this episode. Yeah, as soon as they were like, Mr. Hayashi, I was like, it's as soon as they start, As soon as they started really dunking on him... <laughs> they really I was just did. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Like, you see a single tear drip through his sack, and you're like, <laughs> like you know it's him. It's like a single sad tear. He's like... Like, he was limping around the table, like, all all ready to go, and then they're like, yeah, Mr. Hayashi, he sucks! And, like, he just sat down and got quiet. It's like, they're like, they're like you're good, Mr. Bag Bagman, but Mr. Hayashi sucks. Oof, what a horrible person. What uh, a horrible, but thank you for this coke and powder, Mr. Bagman. Not it's only was lovely. he a pervert, but he was ugly, too. Yeah, he was very ugly, he had bad hair. I bet smelled, if he had kids, they'd be ugly. Smelled bad. <laughs> so, uh, episode six... A lot of these episodes just start opening with flashbacks, which I guess they realize that they can't film an entire series in one room. But, I mean, they mostly have. Yeah. Um, and could, heck... I could do with more rats, but whatever. I mean, you could always do with more rats, though. Yeah. Let's be real. Never-ending rats. Yeah, the never-ending story. <laughs> uh, the three of the students are hanging out after hours, and they ask Mr. Hayashi what his plans are, and he says he doesn't really have any. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes Kage aside and asks her about Miho's incident and tells her to admit to what happened. So I think this is, I, if I recall, the conversation is like, is basically alluding to the fact that like she has, because Miho has very important parents, right? Yeah. And um, I think he wants them to admit it so that like the parents don't do anything to the school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And at the room, Mr. Mi- Mr. Hiyashi. Okay, so Mr. Hiyashi starts making some really good fucking points here. Because he starts talking about, they're like, actually, all the perfect justice shit you did sucked. It was yeah. terrible. Which, I mean, <laughs> there are a bunch of awful high school girls who are terrorizing people. So, yeah, they were stupid in the first place or thinking they did any good. Yeah, he was like... The, the painted manager's car got an employee harassed even more and the supermarket had to shut down because of the forged expiry dates even though only one person did it and like now the family doesn't have a job yeah and it's Mr. Hiyashi is like my life was ruined because you painted me as a pervert and abusive teacher and then I feel like they should have made this connection sooner yeah they're like oh he's got a limp I don't think he had a limp before. <laughs> did he have a limp? I remember he was ugly and a pervert, but did he have a limp? Imagine if they were just like, if they're like talking about him as if he's not there. He's like, oh, Mr. Yashi has a limp. Did he have a limp? I remember he was <laughs> shitty, though. Yeah. I remember he had bad taste in ties. He had this one tie. I was like, ugh. <laughs> and he was a pervert. But he know, didn't have right? a limp, I think. Did he have a head tie? Did he have a head? Did he have I a think... sack? Did he have did the you, sack? Did you just miss my really good joke? Yeah. Did he have a hentai? Oh. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> 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 you sounded so sad. It was like, oh. Oh. I skipped over it because I also said, did he have a hentai? And I didn't know no, what a hentai is. No, that's all I said. Is, so. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, they realized that actually he didn't beat up the student. The student beat him up. And he got beat by a kid, so he's a wimp and a pervert. <laughs> he's a fictional character, Brian. Jesus. 
a lot of these girls, they are not laying off on anybody. Uh, and, and they're like, oh, that's why he has a limp. And then he basically just goes off. He basically shouts at them for the reasons that we think perfect justice is dumb. Yeah. He's like, this is all stupid. You're all stupid. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you want to get rid of one pack of expired meat. Well, now the whole grocery store shut down. And y- yeah, like we knew and, that. We knew that. But they didn't know then, that because they're stupid high school girls. Yeah. And then he like breaks. He's like, he picks up a bat. I don't know. Oh, did he have the bat? From, no, I think he. I think he showed them the bat, in, um, episode five. Or was the bat in the room? Because everything in the room is supposed to remind you of something. I remember? honestly just do not remember. Okay, somehow he gets a bat. He manifests a bat out of his head sack. That's not his sack of tricks. A, this isn't a magical show. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please. He was a pervert, but he was, certainly was not a magician. He was not a magical pervert. <laughs> I don't remember he had a limp, but he was not a magician. Uh, he grabs a bat and stands behind Memi and asks her to pick a girl to be punished, yeah, which is like a little perverty. I see where he. I see where the girls are coming from. It's pretty extra, honestly, in this situation. Yeah, like very extra, almost. Yeah, and. Like, he's, like, asking her, and she's, like, freaking out, and he keeps asking her, and then eventually he's like, okay, I guess it'll be you. And then he, like, he's, like, about to hit her, and then Kyoko, Aubrey Plaza, like, appeals to him by apologizing and referencing something that he tried to instill in the girls as a teacher, mm-hmm. which I don't remember exactly what it was. Nope. <coughs> but she was just like, remember, Everything you taught reminds us you of something. this? No. Oh. You taught us this, like, to be better people or some shit. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that was basically it. Yeah. That's what that she said. To teach us some shit, I don't remember. And he's like, you're right. I mean, let's be real. That sounds like something Kyoko would say. That's literally what she'd say. She'd be like, she'd be like, I don't know, man. I, you said some shit about being a good teacher or something. I don't exactly remember. And he was like, I'm so touched. Um, He drops the bat behind him. And he starts, like, crying and says he doesn't know what to do. And then he just reveals he's not the mastermind. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that makes sense that they thought he was the mastermind. Because, like, you know. It's never what we think. But, like, I didn't think that. It's episode six. Yeah, like, I didn't. Yeah. He's, if he's the mastermind, I guess we're done here. <laughs> we're done. Wrap it up, folks. He's like, there's somebody else. And then he picks up the bat and rushes for a deer head, which it is, we get a shot, quick shot. Of, like, a camera that's in the deer head's eye. Mm-hmm. And then before he could crush it, the lights go out and... We get a glimpse and it's another deer inside the deer head. That's not... That didn't... But there's a deer watching from inside the that, deer's head. No. A smaller deer with out of control panel. Bria, I, I told you, you gotta stop making... That's the mastermind. That's my theory since we're... Uh, since I'm off the rat business. We're not... We're not on the part where I ask you about theories yet. Oh. God! Well, don't do this podcast <laughs> out of order! Sorry. I'll save my mini deer theories for later. It ruins the whole flow, Bria. I'm, I'm so sorry. I got really <laughs> excited. I just realized what I what I just cracked the case. But anyways. Maybe you did. Uh, the lights go out. And then, like, when the lights come back on, he's gone. He's what? And he's taken. Oh, yeah. I, I watched it. Never mind. I knew he was yeah. gone. Come on. <laughs> and the girls say that one of the girls says that he falls over. Probably because he's got a bad leg. Oh, could be. Yeah. And then we get this whole weird sequence where there's an earthquake and screaming and scraping outside the door. 
the usual. No, that's not happened before, though. Oh. So it's not really the usual. I like to think it's a bunch of rats scurrying under the room. I mean, shaking it, it up. It could be. I've, I haven't been wrong so far. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's, that's debatable. Episode 7. <laughs> um, so episode 7, uh, Miho and this guy, we don't know who the guy is, I think, at the beginning, are having a conversation in a car about her dead friend. Yeah. And then uh, Mire sees a f- painting. And she's like, oh, that painting reminds me of something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate this. And um, uh, it reminds her of a party they had at Okazaki's house where... Miho's uh, boyfriend. Mi- yeah, Miho's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like announced that they were dating, and then also he asked her to marry him. Yeah, it was, we- was it was weird. They were like, "We're together, and we're gonna keep being together, and even more together later." Yeah, he gave her like a promise ring. Yeah, and they had food right? there though, so I would have gone. You would have gone to the party where yeah. he announced that they were dating and also going to get married eventually. I guess. Yeah, and I'm like, mmm, crackers and tr- and sausages. Mm, mm, crackers and sausages, oh. my favorite. Vegetables, no thanks. Yum yum, with my tongue. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Um, I will say this episode was a lot, if I recall. Like they got into some really fucking heavy shit in this episode. Yeah. Um. So, in in the video where Miho is like proposing or whatever, you could see Mana in the background being very sad and walking away. Yeah. And they initially think that, oh, Okazaki must be doing this because, you know, Miho's dad, uh, because Miho, uh, they've done this, all this stuff to Miho. I almost spoiled Uh an episode eight reveal. (gasps) They're doing all this stuff to Miho and he's getting revenge on them. Mm -hmm. And Mana, there's like, they're like all talking about it. And Mana has this weird outburst where she's like, he he isn't. He's not doing it. And they basically all just ignore her. Yeah. Um Mana's then... my favorite one, right? Yeah. Mana? Yeah. No. no. Mana's not your favorite one. Who's Mana? We'll get we'll get to your favorite one. Oh, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna get to your favorite one. Um and Miha uh Mana eventually breaks, I think, because she's like I was stalking Okazaki. Yeah. And I forgot about her whole spiel. Yeah. And like, she told Miho to break up with him so that she could keep him for herself. And that they all started bullying Miho under false pretenses. And like, this was like, all of this is, is said in like, it's this like very long, like maybe the whole conversation is maybe 15 minutes where it's just like this fucking like, heavy shit where they're going on about how she's like i thought he loved me and like yeah she's like this very broken girl she's like i confessed and he said i don't hate you which means he loves me right yeah they're all like absolutely not and she was like that could be it and they were like no absolutely not he just wanted to be nice to you it was it was so and like i feel like this is the first thing in this show so far aside from the bullying that has felt very high school Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah like it was it was rough 
this whole this whole episode was kind of rough to watch because this girl is just so distraught and yet still stuck in her belief that this guy loves her this guy loves her yeah when he was like dating and planning to engage like and being engaged to this other girl that he obviously really really liked so yeah and it's yeah, and and this reveal basically sets up the fact that the reason they all started bullying Miho was because of what Mana said and that it was all under false pretenses. Like this whole situation was based on a fantasy that Mana had about Okazaki and herself and mm-hmm. oof. Oof. Man. It's it's a lot. Um and so Mana says that Shiho might have had something to do with it, mm-hmm. which is that's your that's favorite my character. Favorite. I remember she didn't have an M name now that I. That's the uh, that's the character who is mute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she says that Shiho might have had something to do with it, and then water starts appearing around her ankles, mm-hmm. and then the lights go out and she gets taken. Dun dun. And dun 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 dun. No, that's. That's Kazuki Tante. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I miss it. I mean, I do too. If there'll be a second season, there won't be a second there season. There won't be a second season. Ouch. Um, so we were like, goodbye, Mana, on episode eight. No. <laughs> there's a part. There's a part where Mebby throws a candle holder at Shiha's head. Yeah. And the camera work on this is really bad. Yeah, though. Yeah. Like, it looks like she just hit her with, like, a stress ball shaped like a candle <laughs> holder. It, like, bounces off and everything. Like, it was bad. It was real bad. It was really it was bad. Like and she didn't react. Thunk. She, like, barely reacted. Um, and if you looked on our Twitter feed, we posted this really good side eye. Yeah. If you want to check it out, at As Seen in Japan, check it out. It's... It's incredible. And while you're it's... on Twitter, follow As Seen and Rat Cage. Okay. Well. Uh, and then my notes say here, Bria is the coolest, which I don't remember being in the episode. I do. Okay. Who said, which one said that? Uh, All of them at once. <laughs> they just looked at the camera and in unison, perfect English, said, Bria is the coolest. And yes. Then, and then roll credits. Then a rat drove by on a tiny uh, Hot Wheels motorcycle, gave a thumbs up, and exited the scene. Oh jeez! And then the That's... screen faded to black. I remember vividly. Um, and oh, we also learned that Okazaki has a new girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not creepy, crazy Mana. Mana got taken, and the gross thing that happened I have listed here is <laughs> there was some water. I guess. <laughs> Since shivers down my spine, honestly, uh, that water. Listen, a peek behind the curtain. What I like to do is I, I like to pretend that every episode maybe has some kind of structure to it. So for Kazoku Tante, we had, oh, every episode, the noble detective is going to call um, the lady that she, tell the lady she looks like some kind of uh, animal. animal. And they fucking gave up with that, like, after five episodes. And <laughs> this episode, this season, I was like, oh, maybe they'll remember something. You know, maybe... Maybe there's something they'll remember, or, you know, every episode a girl will get taken, or there'll be, like, something gross that happens every episode. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, of course not. They gave it, like, four episodes in, it's done. There's, there's yeah. no more. They're like, enough of that. Enough of that structure. Yeah. Because uh, if you remember in episode five, nobody got taken. And That's in episode true. six, a dude got taken. It's not even one of the girls. Not even a cool dude, an ugly pervert dude. Wow. With a limp. A man is dead, Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if he's dead. 
That's true. We actually don't know if he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Episode eight. So they cut. They flash back to them singing in school, which, and and I think one of them suggests that Shiho faked not being able to talk. Mm-hmm. And then Shiho talks. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I can talk. She said, I. She was like, I was mute for like the first month or something like that and then she just decided to not talk after yeah after something happened which we will get to yeah um she did date okazaki but it was long after miho and he broke up Mm -hmm. so she didn't steal okazaki from him and then oh do you want to cover this reveal here uh yeah um so (laughs) miho texted shiho that she was gonna kill herself and Shio went to the place where she said she was going to kill herself and just saw Miho's wheelchair at the end of the pier, at the end of the pier. So she assumes like she's dead, which I don't believe. Yeah, it, there's so there's 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 something there's like a common trope in, in television and movies that I tend to follow. And I think a lot of people tend to follow, which is the rule that no body, no death. Mm-hmm. Like that's just Yeah, that's yeah. That's like even especially superhero movies. Like if there's no body, well, I guess in superhero movies at that point it doesn't fucking matter. You could show somebody getting fucking blasted in the skull, and they could still be alive. Yeah. Um, They're like, I had my decoy head on. But like, but like dramas and shit. If there's no body, no sale, no death, don't buy it. Yeah. Um. So still unconfirmed, but as of right now, we are led to believe that Miho is dead, killed herself. Yeah, and Chio's all sobbing and crying, and uh, the best friend of uh, Miho, the one at the end of the table who looks really important but barely says anything, she's like, no, stop, she's not dead. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, I forgot to mention something in episode 7. Okazaki and Miho are talking about a dead, f- excuse me, a dead friend. Yeah. Which we'll get alluded to here in a minute. Um so Shiho says that she broke up with Okazaki after he found out that he accidentally killed a patient and he didn't really have a ton of remorse about it. And that's when the lights Oof. go off. Um, and this reminds Kumi of the blackout uh, mm. because the date of the blackout yeah, is Kumi's the, si- the um, important hair girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, long, yeah. long hair girl who's friends with yeah. Miho. Right, at the other end of the table, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the date the blackout was the same date that her best friend died, mm-hmm. which also happens to be the same date accidentally killed a patient because of a bad IV switch during the blackout. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, was this a coincidence? Of course not. I think not. It turns out it was that most likely, uh, no, Okay. it turns out that most likely Okazaki killed the friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Kumi, then, Miho, and this unnamed friend were like a trio. Did you have any yeah. unnamed friend? I don't think they mentioned the friend's name yeah. at all. Um, they do definitely mention that February 27th is the day after Bria's birthday. They do. Uh, and you were in this in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the person they saw in the skylight. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So what was that like? What was that like getting to be in this episode, Bria? Well, I stood in the skylight and uh-huh. I went, hey... Were you supposed to be there? Was that an accident? Um, you can admit I can it. Neither, They're not listening. I can to neither this. confirm nor deny. They're not listening to this. They can't sue you now. Oh well, then no, I wasn't supposed to be there. Okay. But they were like, "We'll roll with it. It's creepy, I guess." 
<laughs> and we're out of rats, so. And we're out of rats, so we'll just have this mysterious Bria person stand by the skylight. Hi. It wasn't Bria. It wasn't me. Uh, but they did see somebody in the skylight during the blackout, but they couldn't exactly tell who it was. It was me. It was Bria. It wasn't Bria. <laughs> uh, then the lights come back on and there's some arguing arguing about the friend thing. Yeah. Um, I think they're like, I think Kumi is, deni- uh, Kumi is denying Kumi that is it's the friend. Kumi is in straight denial. She's like, yeah, couldn't have been the, our best friend. Right. And, and, and Shiho like, is very, seems to be very adamant. Like, like, she seems to be very scared. Miho's not dead. She would text me because I'm her best friend. She wouldn't text you. And Shiho's like, she did text me because I... Was I knew his secret. I knew her boyfriend's secret. Weren't they, wasn't she going to show her the text, but then her phone died or something? Her phone was has been dead, I think. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, for like a few episodes. So, this is the part where I kind of start turning on Mire, which is like the folk Know-it-all like, girl? Yeah, the know-it-all girl with the glasses. Everything reminds um, you of something, bitch. She's the one who's kind of been driving the conversations. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I'm kind of starting to turn on her. There's a part where they mention, somebody mentions that she's not wearing, wearing glasses in one of these episodes. I think the party episode. Yeah, that, like, they flash, but she's like, she wasn't wearing glasses back during that time. Right, which is an incredibly weird thing to point out, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and also Mirai seems to know the direction to take these conversations like she seems to know how yeah. the, how to lead the girls down like she the... finds the right thing like every episode she's like look at that that's a clock right Clocks remind me of something exactly like kind of like a, she's like door exploring the shit um Shiho gets taken our favorite one of our favorite girls yeah, is now not gone much, there's not much left to watch for no rats um, no Shiho and this episode ends with Mirei going I think I know who did it and then the credits roll. Which, given it's episode 8, I'm gonna say she doesn't know who did it. Yeah. Just a thought. Well, I mean, unless this, unless this unless this show takes a turn, and then it's, like, deconstructing how and why they did it. Which yeah. would be kind of fun. That'd be cool. Um, I think she's gonna be like, I know who did it, and she's gonna lead them astray, because she's, she's actually on the killer side. I, so, okay, so one of the things we talked about when we were watching episode 8 is the common trope in these killing games that somebody is part of it mm-hmm. which when you think about it kind of makes sense for mm-hmm. something like a game like this to run as tightly as you need it to you need somebody on the inside yeah otherwise they're just gonna be like remember that time in grade school when we ate crayons that reminds right. me of something yeah you you need someone on the inside who is able to guide the conversation who is able to guide the players to their their destination mm-hmm and in some cases, that does mean putting your life on the line. Of course, in this case, where it seems like the person controlling things is able to control who gets taken and when, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. You are able to stay out of the line of fire simply by being on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I'm starting to become suspicious of Mire, and I think she is related to the overall um, person who is doing this, mm-hmm. which... I still am undecided on, I feel like Miho is too obvious of an answer. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think Kumi's involved in who did it, but I think she's going to reveal something big just because she's so quiet up until now. This is the first episode where she talked and she was just like straight up in denial and yelling the whole time. 
Yeah, and I, think I can she, see that. She hasn't like revealed any secrets. She's kind of just been like a bystander. Mm-hmm. I, I'm ready for her to have her episode. I think I think Kyoko Aubrey Plaza is also going to have some shit go mm-hmm. down. She seems like the type of girl who, um, has done th- some things. Yeah. To some people, especially considering I believe that we we referenced something in episodes one through four. Yeah. Where she mentions that she was going to cut Miha with a glass bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a lot. That's, um, yeah. Of course, if you've been following the show with us, you know that Miho looks, uh, not Miho, you lo- you know that Kyoko kind of looks and acts like the girl who would cut somebody with a bottle. Yeah. Um, especially based on what she's been doing. Very much um, so. But yeah, I'm starting to get suspicious of Mirei, and I expect Miho's family to also somehow be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I am... My one concern about this show is that it's going to go some way where the final twist and the final, like, participants in all this will be somebody we've never heard of until, like, episode 12. Yeah, you'll just be like, oh. Which, for me, isn't fun. Because yeah, then it's just I couldn't like, have guessed it. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, at episode 12, they're like, remember the time we fucked with the president? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, shit. Like, what if you just thought of that at the beginning? Yeah. Like, it's... I, I hope it doesn't go that way. Because what this... The way this show seems to be, go, be going is a lot of breakdown of interpersonal relationships and how these girls have treated not just Miho, but one another. Yeah. And, and their ugly pervert teacher. And their ugly pervert teacher, who is dead, perhaps, maybe. Maybe. That's another good question. I think we brought this up last episode, too. But, a- or, but after watching these four episodes, do you think people are dying? I or absolutely do you think, don't think they're dying. You don't think they're dying? I don't think they're dying. So, like... What do you, what do we think is the what do you think is the structure of what's happening right now? Where do you think they well, are? Like the tiny deer and the big deer head is controlling okay. everything with his control panel. Mhm. And um basically he's mad because I bet one of their perfect justice things included the forest. Uh-huh. Like probably a okay. guy cut down a tree so they cut down a tree to fall on the guy's house and uh-huh. the deer's probably like they're ruining our forests. We must kidnap them. Okay. That's it? Yeah. So they're in the forest. No, the deer is mad at them for ruining the forest. They're in a house. Right, right but where's the... They're in a house? Just yeah, a the, house? the deer owns a house. So you think at the end, a tree is going to fall on them? That'd be perfect justice. Hey! <laughs> um, okay, no, but for real, though. Like, like where... Where do you think they are? Like, do you, like... I think there are like, some I, psychos, like... Like weird constructed house that they've been working on all year or something. So kind of like, like, hey, Jim, you coming by, you come by the weird house we're going to keep all these girls in? Great. Good to see you. How's, hey, you want to go on lunch later? <laughs> uh, I'm just working on the ankle braces that have water come out of them that suck the girls down into wherever the fuck. <laughs> That's cool, Jim. <laughs> That's great, Jim. I'm working on the weird deep, on the weird uh, deer head that's got cameras in it. Well, uh, Jim, I'm working on all these cameras. Uh, I mean, all these clocks. You see, there's a clock here. There's a clock there. There's another clock there. Uh, Jessica, she's out. She's constructing the platform that's going to create earthquake-like 
symptoms here on this weird fucking building we've got mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, Tim's over there oiling the door so that uh they don't squeak when uh, Baghead comes through. What are the chances of this being virtual, you think? So with... Like Sword what? Art Online? Well, no, like just like some kind of weird VR game that all the girls are hooked up to. Like Sword Art Online? Okay, but not an online MMO and not somewhere you actually die when you die in the game. Well, that wasn't the... Sword Art Online wasn't supposed to be like that. Okay. It got it's... hacked to be like that. I'm imagining something like, so there's there's a part of Danganronpa, I won't spoil too much, there's Danganronpa V3, where they go into a virtual world, and they're all sitting and wa- wearing VR headsets. Uh-huh. Um, and they're just, like, hanging out in the virtual world. Oh. Like... And the reason, the reason I think that might be the case is simply because of the title of the show. Mm. Um, which I know is a bit of a stretch. Because it is R-E colon, like an email, mind. Mm. Right? Again, okay. that's okay. maybe a bit of a stretch. I think the colon signifies the mini deer's eyes looking at uh-huh. us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just splitting up the word remind. It doesn't signify a colon? No. Okay. Well, that's, you know. Yeah. I guess it's just like your theory, you know? I'm great at theories. Yeah, you're pretty good at them, honestly. Thanks. Um, I I suspect they're in some kind of big mansion. Yeah. Possibly owned by Miho's family. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty cool. And this is some weird construction... Like to get the girls to see. I guess. I guess I'm having trouble understanding what the end goal of this might be. Maybe every time I... they figure something out, the police take them down underground and take them to jail, and this is all one big interrogation. That would be interesting. I guess seems like a bit of an illegal interrogation. Interrogation, though. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, I think they were they... kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, they were kidnapped. I don't think the police operate that way. At least not in Japan. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I it's it's tough because again they're admitting to a lot of things, so and they haven't been released yet. So you do have to wonder what is the person or people who are orchestrating this looking for. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm a little concerned that one of the late reveals is going to be them doing something big to somebody we haven't been introduced to yet. Yeah. Um, like, it's all gonna build to them being like, oh, we fucked with the CEO of this unrelated company that we've never talked about before. And it's just like, oops. <laughs> oops. Um, so I think that's actually gonna do it for this episode. Do it! Seems like we might get this in at a nice, brisk 40 minutes before editing. Not if I wait four more minutes. Okay, well, um... I, I, I have the power to stop the recording. You do not, as far as I know. Um, but, yeah. On um, that note, Corey did a weird sneeze laugh today. I did. Yeah. It and, was like, uh, it was like, like that. And I, I can't recreate I thought he it. was dying. And I did. Hmm? I did die. Okay, listen to the podcast, please. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I guess everything reminds you of something. I guess everything reminds you of something. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, you can find us on at as seen in Japan. 
Um, you can find me at Plain Zombie if you want to look for me on Twitter. You can Bria, add do you want to give at, yours um, away? You can add me at narasaku543 on neopets.com. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot you're only giving out your neopets. That's the only place I need to go. I mean, that makes sense. I'm, honestly, honestly, these days, neopets is probably the best place to go for all your social interactions. I'm looking for a paintbrush for my Zetox. I think I'm going to paint it um, Moroccan. Are you still playing that? No. Okay. Of course not. Haha. <laughs> Anyways, if you got a <laughs> paintbrush, please hit me up. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you are. So you're going to be on vacation. You're I going am going to Canada. I'm going to New York and a and a brisk touch of Canada. Oh, I thought you were going to be in Canada for a while. No, I'm going to New York and then I'm going to Canada for about oh, two days. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be a little bit because obviously that'll be like a week or so where we won't be able to watch any episodes. That's true. Um, but of course, this one's already fairly late. So, what's another late episode? Oof. Oof. Am I right? Am I right, ladies? Am I, am am I right, am ladies? I, am I right, gamers? Okay. Don't bring the gamers into this. They did nothing was, wrong. Mm, actually, the gamers did a lot wrong. Anyway, <laughs> again, thanks everybody for watching. And we will catch you all next episode, which will be five episodes. It'll be episodes... 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, which will finish up Remind. And after that, we will go on to our third series, which I already know and I'm kind of excited about. <gasps> Can I <gasps> sing the Hamtaro theme song? Uh, sure, if you want. It's Hamtaro time. Kush, kush, tiki, tiki, boo. Hamtaro. When we work together, it's much better. Bye, guys. I was trying to do it like where we fade out over it. Okay, but I can't I can, talk and sing at the same time. I can definitely work that in. I definitely won't just leave the whole thing in and also leave this part in and okay. then the episode. Ouch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I look like a fool. Bye, Bye. everybody.